unnamed podcast, the first. <laughs> unnamed podcast, the first. <laughs> the very That's the start. Name. Fresh, That's the name, baby. It's Fresh Bread. Fresh Bread Podcast. <laughs> Fresh Bread Podcast. It should just be the podcast where every episode we rename what the podcast is at the beginning Probably. of the episode. So no one can track us down. <laughs> yeah. We don't want anyone. <laughs> we want no one following us. us. We want to get riches by no followers. If you're thinking of following this podcast, don't. Because we're trying to stay anonymous. I only want Russian supermodel bots from Twitter <laughs> to follow us. It's a good goal. It's my just, life goal. I just want messages saying hey baby want some fuck (laughs) (laughs) and only one picture but like they follow ten thousand people that's how they're followed by like 30 people (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's how that's how we make our that's how we get followers it is indeed russian bots doing that and talking nonsense into microphones Mm -hmm. and being i i actually just recently watched there's an episode of college humor where it's a gag about how everyone trying to start a podcast is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the one guy just yells at the other guy who's trying to start a podcast for about five minutes. And then the guy who is yelling, his friend comes in and is like, hey, let's, are we going to record the first episode of our podcast? <laughs> like, wait, but ours is going to be great. <laughs> this, that seems a little too real right now, I think. Yeah. Uh... The point is, we're probably terrible and we just think <laughs> we're funny because we laugh at our own jokes. And nobody else will think we're funny. Yeah, we have a lot of inside jokes. Yes. Um, yeah. But we're fresh bread right now. Fresh bread. We're fresh bread. <laughs> fresh. Episode one is fresh bread. We, fresh bread episode. We are going to get better with age. We're going to get harder. <laughs> Do you think bread gets better with age? Are you supposed to eat with mold? <laughs> I think you've been eating bread wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so... We have some segment ideas, don't we? Yeah, we're gonna. Well, so we're gonna talk about things we enjoy, pretty much involving comic. Well, Christian enjoys comic books. I don't really read them. Movies, life stuff. I'm probably gonna talk about the weather. <laughs> That's another thing I should point out is I predominantly listen to the Weekly Planet podcast. So a lot of the things I say and the formatting that I'll probably go for is how they format things. So basically, I'm going to, like, a lot of the things I say will probably just seem like a ripoff of that podcast. So if you like that podcast, this will be kind of like that one, but worse. Christian, we're fresh bread, man. We got we to gotta do what we got to do. We got to do what we got to do. That's the um, name of the podcast now. But yeah, we're going to just talk about movies, stuff we're enjoying at the moment. I took some notes on what segments we were going to do. Well, let's and start. as you can see from this blank oh, no. iPad screen, my iPad did not save them for some reason. So I we're think I remember it. one of them was the first one we were going to talk about was movie news. And as I was looking through the news from this week, there was nothing particularly huge except for a topic that I would obviously want to talk about because I'm a big time superhero movie fan is Henry Cavill most likely dropping out as Superman in the DC Universe, which has been called... I don't know if you actually know this. The DC Universe was officially... The movie universe was officially mm-hmm. called Worlds of DC. Um, it's not bad. Yeah. But it's like... it's They're going to end it soon anyway because they're I think pretty bad. They, one of the reasons they called it that is so that they can 
do new movies that don't have to be in the same continuity because if it's called worlds mm. of dc then it's implied that there's a whole bunch of different worlds and maybe different universes so what they're what they're doing is they know each movie they're gonna do is shit so they're gonna they're gonna cast some brand new doe face boy as some superhero shazam yeah what's his name zachary well, levy that one's levy, that one's gonna levy. be good because yes. it's so fucking so random. Um, I forgot to swear on this. Um, you, you can swear now. Yeah. Just for for refer for just so the listeners know, I have a YouTube channel which currently is called Superhero Studies, but I think I'm changing it soon because you don't. We don't want to get tracked down. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want. I just want the Russian bots. Yeah. Uh, so I need a baby Russian bot name. But some of the audio from this I'll be taking and making into little animated videos, and for those ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna flag Cal down and tell him so not my, to swear. So my sailor mouth won't. We didn't introduce ourselves, also. Oh. <laughs> As saying your name, I just realized that. Oh. Hello, everybody. My name is Christian Pearson. And I'm Cal. I'm not gonna give my last name because <laughs> I don't want to. Anonymous. Anonymous. Let me Russian let me work this name. out a little bit. It's a little weird to right. uh, put stuff on the. I haven't ever put anything out there. That's true. So it's a little freaky. I mean, I have, like, you know, social media, but, like, to do something pretty personal, well, yeah, I don't know. It's a little weird. A little weird. We can we can even be even more of a ripoff of the Weekly Planet. For the first few years, they were a podcast. The main guy, James, his he only had his first name on the podcast. The other mm. guy, uh, Nick Mason, had his full information. I'm unknowingly his... working with you on the... <laughs> yeah. On this, we're just we're just being a Canadian ripoff yeah. of the Weekly Planet. But James, his avatar was a goat man in a Han Solo jacket. So, so we'll have to come up with some. We'll make you like a sheep in a Spider-Man onesie. That'd be good. But give, <laughs> no, I want to be in a Manchester shirt. No, well, yeah, but oh, okay. I want to be David Bowie from Labyrinth. In a Manchester shirt with a big cod piece. No, with a bulge. With a big bulge. Have you seen Labyrinth? I have. Um, yeah, I want that. Okay. For the animated videos, I'll probably not give you a big cod piece bulge. Oh. But then again, my avatar in the animated videos is just like a cartoony version of me, but it's pretty much only from the waist up. Yeah. So we can have it as canon that below the screen you have a gigantic cod piece. Yes, hiding my gigantic but small bulge. <laughs> anyway, we're, um, we're <laughs> this was all about Henry Cavill dropping out yeah, of Superman. I'm okay with it. I think he's better than that. I think I think they're the worst franchises ever. <laughs> that's a big. They have Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay, that's true. And but, personally, I'm. It's not a good movie. But I'm a big fan of Justice League. I really like that movie. It's not good. You know, I actually I'm not allowed to actually say they're terrible because I've only ever seen Wonder Woman, and that's it. So you've only seen Wonder Woman? Yeah. You never see Man of Steel? A long time ago. Okay. And that one was totally middle of the road. See, slash not. So this is where we're going to go on tangents. So apologies if you wanted to have a coherent. Oh, it should be the tangent podcast. Tangent podcast. Yeah. Tangent podcast. But anyway, so I would have preferred Man of Steel because I had I, I have seen it. I enjoyed the parts where he was just traveling around fucking Alaska, doing random shit, 
I would have enjoyed that so much better than him like world ending scenarios with whatever Zog or whatever. Yeah. Like, Zog. Or what's his name? Zog. No, no, it's Zog now. Oh, okay. Let's go with Zog. <laughs> yeah, Zog. Um Michael Shannon, shout out. Yeah, Michael Respect. Shannon. Um the great Zog. But I enjoyed him just like fucking around working labor jobs and like screwing with hillbillies up there. So Yeah. But this is where I'm glad he's gone from it because then he can participate in other stuff. Because I really like Man from Uncle. I thought that was fantastic. I think that should that should be getting rebooted more than James Bond, or not rebooted, but continuing than James Bond Twenty Five or because that shit's shit show too. Right. Because the director dropped out. Oh yes, Danny Boyle. Yeah. Who is a fantastic, pretty artistic, surprisingly artistic for that franchise. And he's out. Yeah, and they brought in the two writers who wrote Skyfall and another one. Admittedly, Skyfall is the only James Bond movie I've enjoyed. Yeah, so but I have nothing they've also that. done some Bronson one. No, Bronson? What's his name? Oh. Like Die Another Day, I think, and everything? Yes. And the, the Mamma Mia guy. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of like hit and miss with it. Right. So whether they're going to do a good job, I don't know. I right. kind of feel... Do I feel bad for... Um, what's the actor's name? Uh, Potato Head McMuscle. Yeah. Face. Tiny Pants Man. Um, <laughs> um, this is Daniel not... Craig. Yes, that's it. Um, but I kind of feel bad for him, but at the same time, I'm not sure if I like him as Bond. Right. I don't have much of an opinion about who they cast as bond you're not into it right yeah i i mean i like a good movie when a good movie comes out and i guess i kind of liked casino royale but i've never it's forgettable for me but is skyfall the one where it starts in mexico the main thing i remember from that one is that ends as a home alone yeah and that's my favorite part what's the one after that do you remember after Skyfall? Yeah, is there one was after it Spectre? Skyfall? Oh, Spectre. See... Apparently that one was terrible. So, the first 15 minutes was so sick. Oh, yeah. Like, it starts in Mexico, and it's, like, really... It's like it has, like, a yellow filter on it. Okay. And he's walking around with, like, like a skull mask thing. And, yeah, it was just, like... It set it up to be so awesome, but then it just went kind of downhill from there. Mm, right. But, like, that's the thing with... They always, like... You could just, you're allowed to have a plot in one area. You don't need to travel around the world. Oh, I see what you're saying. Or like, you don't, the plot doesn't have to travel everywhere. Right. Like, you just have one plot where it's a single scenario that takes the whole movie. Right. Anyway. What about Henry Cavill as James Jesus Bond? Jesus Christ, that took a long time. Um, what? No. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no. Um, but Henry Cavill, which we were talking about, is starting... The Witcher. The Witcher series with Netflix. That is exciting, probably. I say as someone who has never played or read The Witcher. I'm so into the fandom. Or not oh. fandom. I'm so into the franchise because I've only played The Witcher 3. <laughs> so I'm not really allowed to talk about it. But I played The Witcher 3. It's sick. Um, one of the funnest games I've played, mostly because I get to play Gwent. What if, what if the movie, for those listening... What if the movie is just Gwent, which is a I'd card game you can play? Yes, in game? and it's fantastic. 
<laughs> what if it's just Casino Royale style card game yeah. with Henry Cavill going and gambling I'd, on Gwen I'd be down. for two hours? I would be down. Oh, wait, no, it's a, it's a show, so not two hours for like well, 13 hours. Well, it could hours. be like an hour movie or episode. That's true, but I'm saying like if it's an hour oh, and there's yeah. 13 episodes and it's just him playing cards. That's a, There is, a, there is a, a quest in The Witcher where you go to a party and play Gwent versus like a ton of people so see i do i bet they do an episode that's all that i bet there's at least one episode that does that um if they take the plot from because uh, there's book series as well i think they're leaning more heavily on the books for this yeah show. so but what I, is it about just give us a brief summary because i don't even so know. there's oh god this someone's gonna rip me to shreds in the <laughs> um from what i know from playing the one game um it's pretty much like there's the witchers, which are, like, taken when they're young or whatever, and then they're trained to, like, kill monsters and stuff like that or whatever, or, like, handle... Uh-huh. They, like, kind of travel around and, like, go to a village, and then there's, there's like, there's a fucking ghoul in the well, and you gotta kill it. <laughs> and then, but, What's like... What's that, Lassie? There's but, a ghoul down the well? <laughs> oh, God, Lassie's dead. <laughs> um, but, um, it's, like... They, they're like, they go through this training process, which like a, a lot of people don't make it through. Okay. Like, so they're like, I forget the whole process, but like, they're pretty much like, they don't have emotion really. Like they're very deadpan, which is good for Henry Cavill, Cavill because like he, um, does like dialogue very well, like kind of, right. someone said like dispassionate voicing or something or dispassionate lines or something, which is good because right. he's very like deadpan and but he's funny too like he can also be a very charming man is which the character what's his name again Geralt 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 I think oh uh, I, the... I, I'm gonna say you're wrong and that it's Geralt but okay but you're the expert um but yeah pretty much that like you just fucking monster hunter really that's cool yeah like it, that's why the game was fun because he's just like like you just kind of travel around and fuck monsters up. Right. You should play it. It's, it's I should really play good. it. It's like long. Oh my god, won't. it's long. Like it's like one of the it's the type of games where it's like you're playing it for like a month and then you're like I'm kind of bored. It's <laughs> an RPG, right? Yeah. That's but, not really my wheelhouse. I don't It's not your to bag, love. man. It's not my bag, man. Um but anyway, I this is all coming off Henry Cavill leaving as Superman and uh I personally i'm disappointed because even though i don't think he's been in a movie that had a well-written script for him to play superman i think he is a fantastic casting choice for that character so i would have loved to have seen one really good super even even middle of the road Mm. decent superman movie out of henry cavill before he left but this is also did you see his response on Instagram to this information? Um, no. So, a lot of people are saying, some news outlets are reporting, oh, look, Henry Cavill is bitter and has confirmed that he's out as Superman. And some of them are saying that his response was, oh, look, he's saying these rumors are dumb because it was so ambiguous. Basically, it was him looking into his iPhone, I mm-hmm. assume, and... There's some weird music in the background that I recognized the song. It's some classical music, but then dogs start barking the tune to it. And then he's just looking very seriously at the camera and holds up 
a Superman action figure and then pulls it off the camera. And that's the whole response he made. He's pulling out. <laughs> he's he's pulling out. I want to see this now. I have. I don't up. understand his response at all. I just want to hear the dog thing. <laughs> it's truly bizarre. I love him. He's a weird. He's a weird. Oh, he's a nerd. He's like yeah. So I think I don't know if you. I think I maybe have told you this, but like apparently he missed the casting call for Superman because he was playing like World of Warcraft, something like that. Or, yeah, I think he. Is. But like, man. A buff nerd. He also, I've heard he he said that he loves all the all the superhero movie rumors and stuff out of Justice League, and he always he loved all of the memes from the Superman mustache mayhem from Justice League. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's why I I'm surprised he would drop out. It seems like that's the case, but we could be wrong. And I mean, Ben Affleck has been in and out of as Batman. For the last year or so, mm-hmm. so who knows what's actually yeah. true? But I but hope he's still in. It's funny though because he he posted a fan photo of The Witcher. Yeah, like he posted that. That's mm-hmm. like he's that was before he was. And, oh, he cast. does he does the whole fucking like uh, Mario. I would okay like if they came out with a Mario movie where he was Mario. Oh my god, they are coming out with a Mario movie. It's a uh, it's by the guys who it's from the studio that did the Despicable Me movies. Oh, here I'm just gonna. I like how I'm listening to this while looking at the dog sticker on the back of your phone. Oh, yeah. There's a little, like, dog carrying sushi or something. No, it was a backpack. So, for everyone listening who presumably has no idea what just happened, that was the Henry Cavill response video. And then it's just him looking serious with a Krypton shirt on. Yeah, and... Krypton lift team or something. <laughs> and he just holds up a Superman action figure. I don't know where people... My view... I've never heard seen it and i've never heard the song he's just weird i think yeah i think he's just a fucking weird person in a good way but my hope would be that that's him just being like I think well, he, these rumors are ridiculous so i'm gonna post something ridiculous i don't even think so i think he's just he got an action figure made of him and he's just posting it i don't think i think that that's probably not like new and custom that's probably an action figure that oh like you're saying he just wanted to post an action figure of himself well maybe he haven't he hasn't seen one yet. Like, He'd have to have. He's been Superman for maybe, five years now yeah. or something. Six, something. Six years? I don't know. Anyway, but I don't know. Keep on being cryptic there. Uh, yep. So the long and short of it is Henry Cavill may or may not be out as Superman, but he's definitely the Witcher, who is probably Geralt, but I'm going to stick with Geralt because I said it once and I'm going to stick to it. And we all know I'm the expert of The Witcher on this podcast. So um, but I'm kind of nervous for it because I don't think they've ever really done... Because, like, The Witcher is, in a sense, like Game of Thrones, where there's lots of lore and there's lots of story to build on. And probably lots of monsters, right? Yeah. That and it's expensive. it's what Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, do they... I want them to either... I want them to care a lot. Right. Just for production value. Like, because there is a lot you can do with it, and I don't want them to, like, half-ass stuff for it. Like, you know what I mean? So, especially, like, with the track record of um, Netflix series, like, look at all the Marvel stuff. Started off strong, and then just went... 
went down. Oh, the Marvel Netflix shows. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Yes. So. There's two new ones of those out. And don't, um, don't care. Even I used I used to be very much a I watch every single superhero thing that comes out, and now there's just so many superhero shows, and so many of them are. I I used to when Jessica Jones and Daredevil seasons one of both had just come out. I was floored. They were incredible, and I was like, this this might even end up being better than the Marvel movie universe. And then they just slowly like Luke Cage was mm-hmm. a little bit of a step down. It was still pretty good, but it wasn't great. Daredevil season two, I loved all the Punisher stuff and didn't like any of the Elektra stuff. And then it just, mm-hmm. just flatlined. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like it was like they, it was like they made Luke Cage too long. Mm-hmm. Iron Luke- Fist, the new season, sorry to interrupt, is only 10 episodes. So, so I they think knew. they're starting to realize yeah. that. I mean, you don't need much. Like long. I'd rather have longer episodes and shorter season. I'd rather have just the whole, everything's shorter because yeah. a lot of these seasons just kind of drag, like they have, mm. a, they have good stuff and then they'll just drag on. I think it was good that they made Defenders eight episodes, but I still found Defenders pretty bland. Well, that's the problem is like, there's episodes where you're like, you can't even remember because they're just so like, what the hell's going on? Like, yeah. you have to get in the office building, get a report. And that's like the whole episode. Like, <laughs> right Yeah. On. And I feel like. I almost want to try going back to them because I've heard that Luke Cage season two and Iron Fist season two got really good, but I'm just at a point where I got burned so many times by those shows that I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of bored with Netflix right now. I think, I think right now is like the lull in everything. Like nothing's really coming out movies, sort of. Nothing's really coming out for Netflix, and they don't tell you either. There's no, like, email blast or anything right? of, like, what's coming out soon. It's just kind of like, oh, this is out now. I think there is an email blast. It, well, I don't. Because <laughs> I read emails. Every, every now and then I get an email from Netflix saying, Christian, we've just added this thing that you probably like. Oh. And I go check. 50% of the time, they're absolutely right. And it'll be something that I either have heard of and I'm like, oh, that's great that's a, that that's on Netflix. Or it'll be something that I had never heard of, but I'm into, like, when they released Final Space. Yeah. And then sometimes it'll just be some kind of nonsense, like, oh, it'll be some really religious movie. And that's, I don't (laughs) think that's because of my name, but that's probably a good segue into another of our segments where we have a tendency to, when we're hanging out, just put on a really terrible either teen movie or weirdly religious movie. Because yeah. there's a lot of Christian movies that are just so bizarrely bad and almost cultish seeming, mm-hmm. but very well, entertaining. Religion. Is <laughs> um, oh, we gotta get we gotta get political, Cal. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're looking for a good time to make fun of movie, just go to the what is it? Religion and faith and spirituality. I yeah, think? faith and spirituality. There's some made-for-TV gems on that one. There is. A movie that I wasn't sure we we're gonna talk about, but now I want to talk about it. That we watched called Christian Mingle, which oh. is indeed the same. I I don't know if it was made by or sponsored by the online dating site specifically for Christians, Christian Mingle. And it has the the star or one of the people from Mean Girls. What's her name? It has, uh, Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls. Is it Gretchen Wiener? Yeah. 
I don't know what her name is in real life. No. Of uh, of Mean Girls and not another teen movie fame. Yeah. But I don't. Should we talk about the plot or? I think we should glaze over it really quick because it's a very simple plot. It's pretty much she's single and needs a man. She she just really needs one. She, she needs keeps a talking man. about it. Her friends and are saying it and she's saying it. All these people are like Christian Mingle. You should check out Christian Mingle. That's not even it. Isn't she, it? None of the, none of her friends are Christian and it starts out with a very, pretty heavy-handed like I'm not religious and I've never been that religious, but and you know from hearing that that it's going to go to oh, it's the end of the movie and I'm I'm the biggest Jesus fan there is. But she keeps in the when she's about when she's on her computer looking at Facebook or trying to figure out a dating site or something. She keeps hearing ads in the background for Christian Mingle, yeah. and then she always looks at them longingly. But then the first couple times, she just doesn't. She doesn't do she's it. She's like, no, no, I would no, never do that. I can't do it. And then the thing that weirds me out the most is how she finally gets convinced to join a dating site. And she's not, she's specified a few times that she's not very religious. She's sort of ish religious. And she still decides to go on Christian Mingle specifically mm-hmm. when, and there's no establishment that, oh, I, I'm not religious, but I really want a religious man. There are so many other dating sites that she could go to that are better for what she's looking for. But because the movie's Christian Mingle and they want to have a, not religious person get turned religious she just goes goes to christian mingle then spends the movie lying about how she's oh i'm i'm so religious because i was on christian mingle to her boyfriend who i think it's the first guy she yeah, goes so on a date with she meets this guy for the first time she hasn't gotten any dates before this so it's like her she's obviously not trying hard to and she that's a very unrealistic yeah, um, but it's like scenario. pretty much like if you go to Christian Mingle, the first one. But the problem, is, the funny thing is, the guy sh- like you, you think the first date is gonna be like the one where it's like, oh, this guy's weird. Like, yeah, like you'd think there would be a montage of bad dates, and but there is not. And no. he, but he comes up, and we're like, oh, this is a bad date because he's yeah. like, hi, how are you? Like he, and he is a handsome man. But... Uh, I don't. Well, he looks kind of creepy. More in my that's eyes. true. But maybe that's just because we're going into this looking at, oh, he's he's a really religious guy. Well, the the problem is it doesn't, you think, you're expecting the montage, and then he comes up, and he, he acts weird. Like, when he first meets her, he's, like, creepily smiling, really aggressive, like, just, like, like ear, also, ear just, to ear. Just to clarify, we are not anti-religion. No. We're just not religious people ourselves. So I just want to make sure, we're going to make a lot of fun of this movie. Not because of, yeah. Because it is bizarrely, the the way they use religion in it is kind of bizarre, and the way they present some of the religious people, which we'll get to later, seems like it's trying to make them seem like they're great people, but they're not actually doing anything that great, which is my favorite part of this movie, and we'll get to it later. But back to the date, I think they wanted to... I think if they had a montage of her going on bad dates, which they absolutely should have, because if you're on online dating sites, you're not getting any winners on your first date. Yeah. <laughs> That's like winning the lottery. They, I think they didn't want to make people see, oh, there's a bunch of creepy weirdos on Christian yeah. Mingle. Well, that's the thing, like, they should have just made up some random sites, her going out and meet, meeting yeah. creepers, and then she goes, to, she goes to Christian Mingle. Like, you can just, the dating app, or... yeah. That would have that the one. That's a great idea because 
You really need that. Because, like... Why, a, why is she on Christian Mingle specifically? And, B, how is she getting a good guy right off the bat? Yeah. But, also, okay, so... She goes... She meets the guy. I... Watching the movie, I'm like, this guy's creepy as hell. He's, like, trying to be... He looks like he's from, like, 2001. Like, he, he shops at, like, the most generic... Like, <laughs> like everyone else looks like they're from this era, but he looks like he's from, like, 15 years ago. Like, I don't know. Anyway, but she meets him and then it's just the stupid plot of like getting trapped in a lie yeah every every disney tv show episode like a hannah montana or whatever where (laughs) oh i lied but i gotta i gotta keep it up and then i gotta keep this shit going and then they're gonna figure it out and oh no we have a falling out but then we get back together and we're all happy which actually takes a i was a little bit impressed that they don't get back together right away after that they have a little like but yeah so it avoided being 100% generic. But, but she, like, the stupid scenario of, like, she studies the Bible <laughs> to, like... She has a studying get, montage. To get good, really. She just... Because yeah. she meets her the guy's parents, who are assholes. Yeah. They're, like... They're the type that, like, go to build things. Oh, can I do this? Because this is my favorite bit in the okay, movie. Okay, yeah. So, they... I didn't know what a mission trip was before this, but basically I'd heard of it, but I didn't know Uh. specifically what it was. So it's when a bunch of religious people, is it specifically like Christians or Catholics? Mostly. Okay. So they go to usually a third world country that's been devastated by something or whatever, or even they're just going, I guess. Well, it's just like some places are just, they're not as, they're just poor area, like a poor area or they think is a poor area. And they, part of the trip is to help out the area, rebuild something or whatever. And part of it is to force their religion on this, on this, uh, culture. Yep. And so this oh, yeah, group, I think I know where you're going with this one. So this group, they go to this town in, they say Mexico, but it was filmed in, uh, it's a hundred percent the Mexico city from, um, arrested development. <laughs> It's like 100% that. Um, So yeah, they go to this town that they specify that it has been devastated by, I think it was a hurricane or an earthquake. Like they say it was, it was just totally decimated. And so you think, okay, that's, that's nice. They're going to go to this place and they're going to help rebuild the town. Mm -hmm. Good for them. But no, they're going to the town just to put their bell back on top of their church yep which and they the best part of it is they when they're telling the main character gretchen wieners this they say it's going to take us at least a month and they go with a group of at least 20 people and all they're doing there is pushing their religion and putting the bell back up in the church and this town when they get there it's not decimated it's fine. Yeah. The only thing wrong with it is the bell has fallen off the church. And no one speaks English, and they're just teaching them English. <laughs> yeah. And they there is a shot. There is just, like, a scene that I absolutely love that is so bizarre. The whole group of them, 20 people and Gretchen Wieners and her, her weird religious boyfriend, walk up to the church, look at the bell. They, it's, like, cartoonish. They all look down at the bell. The camera pans down to the bell. Then they all look up at where the bell fell from. And you see that the the bell's missing. I think there was some rocks out of place and stuff too. And then they cut to them at night just having a bonfire and they haven't put the bell up. 
they're they're it's definitely a uh, tax evasion uh, <laughs> scenario they're definitely um they're stealing the the, the profits from it just this seems like such a small task and they say it's going to take at least a month and there's 20 of them they are not doing anything for this town it's they're they got they probably had like a uh a fundraiser raise a lot of money saying they're going to build a bunch of stuff and they just took the profits like, with the amount of money it cost them to all fly down there, they probably could have just hired someone in the area to put the bell back up. Yeah. Like, some kind of construction company that's re- relatively close. To just, hey, can you go put this bell up? And that's it. Yep. Why is it taking a month to do this? And, like, yeah, it just, they're just, like, making you look like everyone there is, like, just unfortunate to be there in general like they're just like oh my god and they're all like southern like uh but like the like it makes it tries to make the parents out to be like or maybe the mother more but like as assholes and like super pushy but like the main character is like faking being religious and like intruding on their family and when they find out she's just like yeah well like whatever it's fine but then and the scenes where they're pushing their religion on the school kids uh, is so uncomfortable to watch yeah it's just just stop forcing your religion on these people if i could i could accept that they're encouraging these people to try to see their religion if it was actually a decimated town and they were genuinely helping rebuild it yeah but they're just putting up a bell yeah but they they didn't even say anything else. They just needed to put this bell up. And they had a saying. It was like, we're not going home till that bell rings or something <laughs> like that. Like, uh, But, like, yeah, so pretty much she gets found out. And yes. acts, I don't know. It's just like. Then then she does her, uh, he they, they break up for a bit. Then she does her. Uh, her Bible Bible montage. Yeah, where and she's she finds like, out her sassy black friend is also religious, and she never knew that because not all religious people are always talking about their religion. And then uh, Bible montage. Where she's just like, "Oh wait, maybe I can read the Bible, not to fucking cheat my way into getting married." Like, and and then there, I think there was a part where she's standing in a window and she's asking for a, or she's. Pretending, not pretending, I guess thinks she's talking to Jesus, and then a wind blows and blows the blinds next to her, and it's like, ah, Jesus is listening. Or didn't she go like, not now? I don't need this right now. <laughs> not now. You literally Jesus. got a sign. <laughs> um, uh, that's um, a. And then she goes back to her boyfriend's church once she's become pretty religious, but then he's dating someone else and the mom likes this girl he's dating so he rejects her first that's the point at which i assumed they were just gonna be like oh they're together now and it's the end of the movie but then i think they jump a year in the future and she's in that town again in quote unquote mexico and she's become a a teacher a religion teacher there or something which she was not a teacher before she was like a marketing something or like yeah. I don't know what she was doing at this office, but, like, nothing to do with ed- education. She's peddling hair products. Like, yeah. 
And like, they ha- yeah, right. They're Those, gross. Yeah. They're bald dudes. And she's like, I'm just not into it. Like, I'm going to go teach in Mexico. And it's like, where are you qualified to teach people English? Like, <laughs> she doesn't speak Spanish. She doesn't speak Spanish. Like, she's just going to go down there like, hola. Like, <laughs> uh, and then the, the, they, the kids are just like, thank you so much for teaching us the ways. <laughs> <sighs> and then her boyfriend comes to or not boyfriend anymore. They've been broken up for a long time now. He comes down to Mexico. He's like, oh, you're doing great stuff, pushing our religion on these Mexican kids who are not helping. Let's make out. And then the movie ends. Yeah, he's pretty much like, oh, wow. Like, I can show that you're really good to my parents, so we can <laughs> date now. And she, there, she has a throwaway line where she's been seeing that guy's dad in that village village town whatever for a while because he the dad does other stuff there i guess maybe just maybe they just did a bad job putting the bell up and it (laughs) keeps falling down and he keeps coming back well guys we need to get more profits for uh he he died i need to tax evade some more so i'm going back to that little mexican town to fix the bell yeah he probably just has a person uh, he has a a spy on the inside of the town he's like hey i I need a reason to leave can you knock the bell down again cut the bell (laughs) But uh, overall, it. eleven out of ten, golden movie. It was one of those. It was one of those ones that's like super fun to watch. Yes. Like it because there's bad movies where you're just like brutally trying to get through it and it's hard. But this one was actually like it. It needs enough production value, but not too good a production value. Yeah, because it's hard to make fun of something when it, there's really good production value. I like value. when it has good production value and a terrible script. Yeah, but Ooh. terrible in a generic uses all the all the tropes any trope yeah that kind of movie is gold like even a while ago we won't talk about this one because i don't remember it that well but we watched a christmas prince which was a netflix movie (gasps) with um the girl from i zombie as the star i love that one not because it was good because it was just so generic and hokey and it was yeah it's a good christmas time flick yeah uh, boys and girls. Those uh, two are near the top of my bad, fun Netflix movies to watch. Um, but we're going to talk about something that is terrible production value, terrible script. Um, it's called Maximum Ride. Oh my! I forgot we watched that. We watched this last night. Oh my god! And there were parts where we were just audibly yelling. Like, no, how bad God. it was. It was just like, stop. Just end me. Um, so to to set this up a little bit, just give just give the. Well, there. What the fuck was the plot? There well, were, so I, I won't even I won't even start with the plot. Back, maximum ride is if you've ever heard of the author James Patterson, who we found has a net worth of what was it? Seven hundred and ninety million. Yes, he basically releases a best-selling novel every year. Um, he does lots of teen fiction, but he also does lots of. I think he does, like, sexy adult fiction. Oh. Not to a point where it's erotica, but, like, the kind of books that a that a 50-year-old single mom would read on the train or something. Like, um, that kind of book. Ooh. But, um, so he's, he is a very, very successful author. And he did this series called Maximum Ride, which may be the main character's name. We, yeah. We're not certain. But basically, it's a book series. And from watching this movie... I don't totally know what it's about. I think the world is in danger, but they never specify what the world's in danger from. But basically, it's these kids that were lab experiments that have wings 
and sort of unspecified super strength and super hearing. Yeah. And terrible tiny wings that would not be big enough for them to fly with. Super healing as well. Oh, yeah. But one's blind, so it's kind of like... <laughs> Why couldn't you heal from that, boy? Yeah, like, I don't... Yeah, what? I didn't even thought about that. Jesus. Um, but anyway, they so... Do. Yeah. Because they're not even real... They, well, I guess only the bad guys say this, so it might not be true. But they're, it's said a few times that they're not actually real people. Like, they were just create. They weren't given these abilities. They were created from birth. Yeah. And for some reason, they were created to, to help save save the world, but we have no idea what the world's in danger from, because it's never specified. What I'll do is I'll give bullet points of throughout the movie, just like till the end, because uh, it's hard to get through. But so, bullet point one, they get taken from this lab, put in a truck, and driven away. Second point, they're older in this house. In the woods. Being teens and fucking Probably wearing in, in black. Vancouver. They're wearing black, cut off sleeves. No, they're in LA, I think. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, filmed in Vancouver, probably. Oh, probably. Just because yeah. it's a nice forest. But um, anyway, so like being teeny, like drama, like black everything and just kooky. Um, and then someone gets taken. Angel. An- the one. The Angel, one. <laughs> Angel baby gets taken. Um, they go together, figure some shit out that. They're actually being watched or something by the guy that got them out. Oh, yeah. One of them has a tracking device in them, but yeah. that's never... But they're like, in. why wouldn't they be tracking us? So they knew we were blah, blah, blah. Um, and then at the end, they... We'll save the end for at the end of our conversation. But anyway, so... Oh, yeah. Okay, so... The one... There's the one thing. <laughs> they have flying montages from getting A to B that are way too long. Look terrible. Reused, um, like flight simulator looking routes. Like they just reuse the route, the same. Um, and they'll take the scene. same shot of the the same special effects rendering of the people flying and just plop in a different background yeah. later on. And these <laughs> flying animations or whatever, you, like oh my god, it looks so it hot spicy trash. It cringed me to no end. Like I had to scream to get my frustration out. It was so bad. Like, if I saw this on a fan fiction movie of Maximum Ride on YouTube that was made five years ago, I would have said, eh, that's that's an okay flight effect. That's a good job for one guy doing it for fun on weekends. Yes. <laughs> Apologies if, the, if somehow the special effects team is listening to this. But I feel like even they wouldn't like it. Like, that doesn't... That seems like a they had no budget. It was probably like, you have a week to do this and here's the scenes they're like what the fuck i don't think this movie went to theaters i it's not a netflix movie but it was made in 2016 and i think it's whatever the modern equivalent of a tv movie is yeah it but we thought it was like what i thought it was 2012 ish because i remember trying to watch it because i tried reading the book series when i was younger and thought it was a cool idea but didn't really get into it and also didn't figure out for most of the book that max was a girl because the character's name is max until maybe at the end when her name is maximum ride <laughs> we're not which, sure <laughs> which kudos to the writing i guess it didn't matter right oh if it didn't matter what gender the character was yeah yeah unless you were just young and didn't know <laughs> it might have just been me being dumb yeah it i but i had a friend who we talked about it we both tried reading that book and we didn't realize the main character was a girl so but anyway, that's a side note to this. Because I, I assume 
that this is a pretty good book series. Oh, it, it probably it's probably like on the, I mean, it's probably like on the equivalent of like Twilight. Not well, maybe Twilight no, I, isn't good, but like I would say like Hunger a Games? Divergent. Oh, Divergent. Okay, I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say my guess would be it's not as good as a Hunger Games, yeah. but it's about on par with the Divergent, which, you, usually, which I like. The books are good. Usually, yeah, like they're just fun and you know. I read the easy first Divergent yeah. and I enjoyed it because the main character was a terrible person, but I don't know if. <laughs> She was supposed to be, but it was a fun read because she was just the worst. Christian wants a partner that's a terrible person. Yes. I've I've clarified (laughs) in the past that I'm going to date two more people in my life. One of them is going to be a a, a, like super punky person who's terrible for me. He's going to date the girl with a dragon tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll find whoever I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. That's canon. (laughs) It's going to happen, folks. It's going to be a rough beginning um anyway so okay there's this one scene okay well it starts off like they're at the table like talking like talking shit to each other because that's what angel friends do um and this kid's building a bomb because he's like the bomb expert (laughs) like the bomb angel expert it was like it almost wanted to be a guardians of the galaxy scene where rockets building has that bomb but it was not anywhere near as good as that. Anyway, so that gets taken away, and you don't really hear much after that. But then there's this, like, other made kid demon thing who comes in and, like, tries to fuck shit up in the house, like, later on in the... Oh, yeah. He kind of looks like a cheap werewolf. Yeah, it kind of looks like, like, oh, he's cha- he's he's a werewolf kid. No, he's just... They don't really explain why he looks also, like that. Also, when they cut back to him as a kid, he looks like he's Indian... And then when they cut to him as an adult, he looks like a white dude with a lot of hair and big teeth. He's like, they're fighting in this house, and he's obviously winning. But then the kid pops, he's like probably 10 maybe. He pops up with the pipe bomb, and he's like, this is a good fucking idea. It's a huge pipe bomb, by the way. (laughs) And he just tosses it about two feet in front of him while everyone's in this like living room. So there's four people in this room. The bad guy, the blind guy the boy kid who made the bomb and the girl little yeah. kid i think no well, she's just like a maybe like 16 year old like another person she's oh, into the, fashion the token black character yeah she was into fashion yes um, plot establishment she's the, the rebel of the rebels yeah because she, she just wants to get out yeah but the point is the bomb is thrown he kid the he tosses it in the middle of the room probably two and feet away from everyone. everyone is on opposite sides of this room yeah nobody's near each other just imagine point. just go to your living room and stand on opposite sides of the of the <laughs> In the corners, and that's what they were like. And toss a pipe bomb in the middle of everybody. Yeah, and then cut to explosion where they're all outside flying away. Except the bad guy. Except for the bad guy. So there's a reaction shot. After the bomb is thrown, we cut to the blind guy who is nowhere near the other two good guy characters. And then it immediately cuts to outside. The door isn't open. The windows aren't open. But these characters are all outside, and he's carrying the two little kids. And then the explosion happens behind them. It is, we had to rewind and rewatch it. It is yeah. astonishingly terrible and jarring. Also, where the scene takes place, because it shows the outside of the house where the like you can see into the living room, and then cut to that explosion part. It's a different house. Yeah. It's like a completely different house, like different color house, I think, too. Yeah, which it's normal to shoot the inside and outside of a house in different houses, but this is very blatantly different houses. Like, there were windows that were open and, like, see-through, and 
from the inside. Yeah, or like even from the outside when because the kid, the blind kid shuts all the windows. Right. Which I don't know why. Oh, but I mean like when we're looking at the house from the inside. Oh the yeah, windows, yeah. You can see through. Yeah, out the yeah, windows, yeah. But then when we're on the outside of the building, it they're boarded up. Yeah. There's like plywood on the. So there is a. This guy would not have had time to get to the other two kids to grab them to fly them out of the house before the bomb blew off. Second of all, he is blind and was nowhere near them. So how did he find them? And C, the doors and windows were all closed. So how did they get out of the building? Yeah. And then and then it cuts to just goes across all the rubble. The whole house has exploded and the bad guy's hand just shoots up out of the ground. But then later, near the end of the movie, an even smaller bomb goes off right next to him, and I think he dies. Yeah. It's like... And also, like, the bomb kid combined, like, water and, like, vinegar look like... <laughs> yeah. We saw a... This is later in the movie. They're in a facility trying to escape, and who cares why. There's this big wall of chemicals, and I said, he's going to grab three chemicals, put them in a thing, and it's going to be a bomb. And... You can't really tell how many he uses. I'm assuming it was three. He just puts a bunch of liquids in a yeah. thing, seals it up, and we're just supposed to be like, yeah, that's a bomb. Which, if anyone has done a Wimis training, um, why would those three things be right beside each other on the same shelf? <laughs> on any 10-year-old bomb On maker? a rickety shelf that if they fell, they would just freaking nuke the place. <laughs> but, yeah. Someone in that office just wants to get their get superpowers the way Flash got his superpowers, which yeah. is the guy's a like, bunch of chemicals fell on him, then he was electric. You could tell the janitor was just like, put everything there and just like kept shouldering the thing and nothing was falling. He's just like, <laughs> one day, one day I'll be a superhero. Um, but anyway, pretty much like some dumb plot stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. It's so, there are so many scenes where as we were watching, I said, I feel like this scene could be a good entertaining scene if anyone seemed like they put any remote effort into this movie yeah oh well okay there's the one scene where so the two characters are flying to save angel baby in a terrible flight montage because it yeah once again a terrible flight montage so they they establish that they need to fly to the midway point rest and then get to the other point because it takes a while i guess so they fly to midway point apparently they're on a roof somewhere talking like getting all romantic and shit um, and then she hears like a kerfuffle from far away and she's like, I have to save him or save the person. And then the guy's like, no, like if we, if we don't get there now, or if we don't save our time and energy, how are we going to save angel baby? And then, so she's like, fuck you. And then flies to save this person. It's like a domestic dispute between a cowboy and a girl. Um, and then, so she kicks the shit out of the cowboy and then she's like, well, that was easy, blah, blah. And then he, like, pulls up <laughs> yeah. He pulls up behind her, and she's just staying there. And he, he grabs a rifle, cocks it, and then points it at her. And she has not moved whatsoever. And she just and she kind of stands there like, fucking do it. She's, well, she says, oh, no. Yeah, she, well, she just stands there like, oh, no. And then, like, but, like, she, like, I, I think she actually, like, kind of walks up a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, he just, like shoots her she wants to die yeah like i don't know she just he just shoots her when he when he she had so much time to just like take the dude out yeah also it's been established that she is very fast she has wings and can fly quickly yeah like she can you know and she just stands there as he yeah slowly loads the sniper rifle yeah when he could take a kill shot by the way yeah but he like shoots her in the he shoulder. aims from the knee pretty much yeah. so, like he's like <laughs> like i don't know what he his thought process here was also he dude's very quick to murder someone yeah. Like, he was, like, beating up 
his girlfriend and then he like yeah, gets true. the shit kicked out of him and then he's like quickly just like i'm gonna shoot this bitch like i mean i guess the kind of guy who beaten up his girlfriend in a parking lot is still that's a very also you're calling him a cowboy i would go with hillbilly more than cowboy same thing <laughs> um no offense to the cowboys out there <laughs> that's um, our target market Cal. Yeah. what are you doing <laughs> jesus Christ. all the cowboys are gonna making, stop listening making fun of christian mingle and then oh, cowboys yeah. jesus oh yeah never mind all, all the cowboys hate us <laughs> they're all religious right um our, our target market is uh russian sex bots and atheist cowboys yeah um well that's what all the christian movies we've watched uh have uh alluded to that all cowboys, cowboys are yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so she gets shot and the girl goes, my mom's a doctor. I can help. And we're like, all right, she's going to go to like a, like a hospital Hospital? or like even the mother's house where she's a doctor so she Mm -hmm. can help out. No, I don't think the daughter really knows what her mother does because they go to a veterinary clinic. And they don't make a joke about it. No. Like that's something that could have been like, I get it. It's a joke. It's funny. But they don't crack a joke of. Oh, I thought you said your mom was a doctor. Which, well, like, she's a vet. Veterinarians are doctors. Yes, we're it, not. We're not demeaning the veterinarians of the world. But I'm just saying, if someone who had a gunshot wound, you wouldn't say, "I'm going to take you to my veterinarian mother." Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, my mom has medical experience. Yes, or so, you know, you're like so that that doctor. She does a scan of the. Of okay, the so body. yeah, she she gives an she does an X-ray, which I don't know where what animals she having in there that could do like a big X-ray like of a human torso. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I didn't think about that. She does like a full MRI scan. Yeah, like, but anyway, so she's like, oh, like here's the tracking device, and by the way, there's some fucking bird wings in here. But it's like she's just like these look like bones that. Um, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're a veterinarian. You know what a wing looks yeah. like. You've looks... obviously worked on birds. Like and this. So I guess we haven't mentioned the wings that these characters have retract back into their body through these big scar looking like things Wolverine on back. type. Thing. Yeah. And inside the scan of this person's body inside their body, these wings look like little chicken wings because yeah. you're just seeing the bones and they're, and the doctor, the first thing she vet, vets are doctors, right? I assume that can we just talk about this but like i mean would you call them doctor whatever oh i think veterinarian is a i'll say the vet the vet the instead vet. of the, the doctor yeah. apologies to veterinarians out there um <laughs> you but... did a lot of school <laughs> yes we we believe that you're very smart people but um the vet does the scan and then as you're saying she's talking about oh hey do you, do you know there's a tracking device in your body and she talks about that before talking about, hey, you got chicken wings in your back. Well, it's like, but she doesn't even allude. She's like, these look like bones. When it's just like, you're you went to school for like seven, eight years. You've definitely seen X-rays of fucking bird wings. You wouldn't <laughs> be like, there's bird wings in your fucking. Also, you have giant scars on your back that look like chicken wings could pop out of there. And and so like, the people have like super healing. So her her gunshot wound healed. Her gunshot wound healed in like less than twenty four hours. Yeah, and but the the person the veterinarian just goes, "Wow, you do heal fast." <laughs> you would be like, "Why the hell did a gunshot wound just heal in fifteen hours?" A sniper shot that went through your body. Like, but it was just like, no one was like, "Oh, that's normal." Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, yes, it was a truly. But then my 
favorite scene <laughs> at the end was they escape, blah blah blah. They're so all they're, together. Yeah, they all got tra- they all got trapped in the facility where the bad guys are. There was some twist that the guy they thought was a good guy was a bad guy, and then they. But also, the twist at the end. He might have been, may have been a good guy as well. Something like that. Then they use another pipe bomb that they made out of three chemicals in a closet, and yeah. they get out, and then. And then, they're obviously looking over L.A. or like a valley in L.A. Not a city at all by any stretch. None. Yeah, like somewhere in L.A., like where they film porn probably. <laughs> and they're standing there, and they go, "What next?" And one goes, "We'll move to New York," and it spans over this L.A. town. I'm like. Do they think, are they just trying to establish that this is New York looking, or? <laughs> it did, that probably was not the intention, but it 100% seemed like they were saying, New York. Yeah. And then waving their arms out over this very much not New York looking space. And, it, and then the end credit rolls, and um, Alicia Keys starts playing. Does New she? New York. No. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> but anyway, it's one of those ones that is never going to get. Well, yeah. it's 2016. It's don't Christian Mingle. I would recommend as a good bad movie. This one, for it to be entertaining, you have to be talking for most of the movie about other things or drinking. Yeah, or drinking, because it's very much. There's so many. All of the dialogue scenes are just bland and nothing, and the acting. I don't want to diss the actors, but the acting's not very, not great, and the dialogue is, like some of it seemed like dialogue that if anyone had any kind of passion delivering it it might have been good but it just was not good it it's not fun it's piled trash yes don't don't watch unless you're drunk <laughs> don't watch alone yes unless... absolutely not even if you are the world's biggest fan of the maximum ride book series i would say don't watch this movie because it'll just also i want to say again i think i offhand mentioned this their wings are way too small yeah it looks way too small it looks proportionately wrong like okay no here's the issue when they're flying they look big sometimes ish like, not even big there's enough. like i would say there's like five different sizes <laughs> yeah any in wings certain yeah it's like there's one where she's sitting in the bed like kind of like i don't know just sitting with her wings out um but they look like the size of like a crow <laughs> like they don't yeah. they're, they're they look way too small yeah and whenever and they're not good also whenever they're flying like it looks like they don't know what to do with their hands. Like, they're just, like, kind of, like, stretched <laughs> yeah. out. But they don't know, like... They're like, okay, like, imagine you're flying. It's like I, every man in an Oscars photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty carpet. much. Yeah, they're just like... <laughs> yeah. But don't watch that. Oh, and then and then at the, near the end, she has, like, a vision type thing. And <laughs> it's it, just... It's just... Mostly, it's just shots from the movie. Yeah, like, we may, it's like a rewind of the movie. But... It goes to this file that says Maximum Ride. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But, and then after, she says she saw in her flash flashback memory thing, she saw a file with her name on it. Yeah. And there's only two things that I recall being written on this envelope. Maximum Ride and then the name of the bad guy facility. Yeah. So it's like, I think her name is Maximum Ride. But it's just funny because everyone else had like normal names, but then code names like Angel or... Oh, nudge nudge yeah and then like (laughs) pudge (laughs) um but nudge yeah like shit like that and then hers is maximum ride (laughs) it's just like where the fuck did this one come from what a gem Hmm. 10 out of 10 yeah (laughs) but uh do we 
If the, I guess for this to be a full segment, do we want to talk about three movies? Um, is, that a, is that a good run? I guess we could. I mean, this is one we enjoy. We are, uh, we didn't think we would enjoy. There's two movies I'm thinking you're either going to talk about. You're either going to talk about Hashtag Reality High or Skyline Beyond yeah. Skyline. Beyond, be, Skyline Beyond or Beyond? Beyond Skyline. Uh, Beyonce which, Skyline. Which one were you thinking? Beyonce Skyline? Um, we watched that one most recent. Yes. Well, I, I mean, we won't go in depth about them, we'll say, because we already, like, talked the shit ton about those movies, or, like, yeah. the past ones, but Beyond Skyline, I watched the first Skyline when I was, like, I must have been in high school. I'd never seen it. It must yeah, Got terrible it's, reviews, that's old. all I remembered. But, not good. Don't you remember it? It was just kind of, like, forgettable. hot trash kind of thing. But then... The man who saves franchises, Frank Grillo. Our good friend, Frank Grillo. Grillo? Who we've never met. Yeah. Um, he's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> he, uh, for, for those who are trying to picture him, he was Crossbones in uh, Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. He was also the guy in the second and third Purge movies. Was he in the second and third? Yeah, he was in the third one. He was the president lady's security guard. Yes. Um... And so, but basically we realized that he's done three, he's been in three franchises where he comes in for the second one and the second one's better. That yeah. being Captain America. I mean, I still like the first one, but the second one is much better. Um, the Purge, which the first one is okay slash not great. And then the second one is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then Beyond Skyline, which was actually, I mean, it's not, I, I don't know if I could call it a good movie, but there was a lot of good stuff in that movie. It was one of those ones that's like, this should be worse. Yeah. Or like, this should be bad, but like, something about it saves its... Like, there is some outstanding practical effects in this movie, which is shocking for a bad special effects alien movie. Because mm. there is the, the alien suits, which kind of look Predator-ish, as you mentioned. Yeah. They are all practical people on uh, jumping stilts so they're really tall and it's it that looks great i think one of the aliens with the that had a whole bunch of tentacles yeah i think it was part practical because its face and stuff looked really good um and even the cgi wasn't usually terrible there was some really bad cgi at parts. it was kind of like scenes where you could tell they probably lost either had no time to do it yeah or like lost budget or something mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know it was just one of those ones that's like when you're just shooting the shit, it's fun to watch. Yeah. They end up in Vietnam for a large chunk of <laughs> I the thought movie. they... It showed it, and I don't think they... I thought they picked Hawaii. Oh. Cause they did go to Hawaii at one point. But the... The alien ship flew over Hawaii. It, uh, did, I don't but know. then it went to Vietnam. Uh, yeah, I don't know how... Anyway. I don't know how they got there, but anyway, like... So one fun, funny plot line is like they get to Vietnam, and there's like this brother sister team, and they're like f- fighting cops, I guess, because they got corrupt after whatever was going on with the world. Um, yeah, but then like they like find Frank Grillo and the and the whoever's left, and they like point guns at them, and they're like, "Hey, whoa, whoa, like we're just like something's going on, blah blah blah." And then he like looks at their ID, and he's a cop from L.A. Frank Grillo's a cop. Yeah, and the, and the guy's like, oh my god, you're a cop, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's like, and I'm just like, you realize a cop from L.A. doesn't give a fuck about, like, cops <laughs> in Vietnam that are corrupt. Like, they have no... Especially while an alien invasion yeah, is rocking well, the planet. Yeah, well, it's like the, the corrupt cops from Vietnam have no correlation to an L.A. cop. That is probably... <laughs> like, 
who you could assume is on vacation or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why? Like, was he there to bust a drug cartel? Which he wasn't even. He had gotten there because him and most of the main characters get sucked up onto the alien ship while they're in L.A. Then they fight their way out of the alien ship. But by the time they get out, they're in Vietnam. Yeah. So... And then there's a uh, there's a plot thread of one of the main parts of the movie is when they when Frank Grillo and friends get on the alien ship, there they find the aliens are doing experiments on unborn babies. Frank Grillo gets on the ship, make fr- makes friends with an alien who I'm assuming is someone from the last movie. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know if they like. I think they took that plot line from the first one and just. Obviously couldn't get the same actor. Oh, I guess I should also say the aliens are kidnapping people, stealing, pulling their brains out of their heads in a not great special effect, and then putting those brains inside these robots that suddenly start serving the aliens. But every now and then a human's humanity, I guess, sticks around and they take control of one of these alien robots. Mm -hmm. And so Frank Grillo makes friends with one of these guys. That guy takes him to his wife who is on the ship and has been kidnapped as well. And she is giving birth. So Frank Grillo gives birth to helps give birth to a baby on this ship, and then the wife dies, and then the alien guy dies. So they're stuck with this baby that has glowing red eyes sometimes, and the baby has been alien warped somehow, so it ages very rapidly. But the point is, a lot of the movie revolves around Frank Grillo taking trying to keep this baby safe, which was actually a nice addition. It was it's. Because it's very much a movie that could have just been generic, like, oh, we need to survive. Yeah. Who cares? But it's like adding the, we need to keep this baby safe, just add an, an extra level to the characters. And another thing that I kind of liked was how these characters in this kind of movie, I would just assume they'd be like, oh, we're just going to shoot anyone that gets in our way and we're just surviving and who cares about everyone else. But when they get out of the alien ship, they go, we need to save every, we need to figure out a way to save everyone whose brain has been put into an alien robot, mm-hmm. which was kind of nice. And they do figure out a way that isn't like it, it wasn't so dumb that it ruined anything. Yeah. It was fine. Like it kind of, I guess, made sense. Some writers saved that, well, not save the <laughs> franchise, but. And Frank Grillo. Made it, made it not, made it not brutal. Yeah. It's a movie that if they'd put a bit more money and done one more rewrite of the script, I think it could have been a fantastic movie. Or, like, even, like, because, like, it's already a tainted name, Skyline, like, because the first one was so bad. Yeah. That, like, even if they named it something different. Yeah. Like. It's beyond. Beyond. Um, but, yeah, so, not bad. Yeah, we didn't go in as in-depth on that one, but it's pretty much just a... I guess it's better to not just spoil too much, because, I mean, there's not much to spoil, but there's... No. It's not a bad movie. No. It's, like... It's like a movie that has a lot of bad things in it, but it also has a lot of good things in it. And it's definitely a good talk over it with someone yeah. while watching you it. You don't need to hear... I don't think I can even understand Frank Grillo sometimes. <laughs> it's just kind of <laughs> like, Ugh, I don't know. Um, yep. But yeah, that, 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 was a, that was a good one. And we're not going to talk about Reality High because you need to watch it. Oh, we yeah. That one, that could be... A whole episode. Maybe we'll talk about we'll talk about it in the next one. Yeah, but it's I mean, like if we're gonna talk about three Netflix movies. We went in wanting to shit on something, and we left kind of like, well, that yeah, we couldn't we couldn't really shit on it. Yeah, it was yeah. But yeah, that's our uh, bad fun Netflix segment. That was one night. Yes, except for no. Reality High. 
Not uh, Christian Mingle wasn't last. Oh no, night I guess either. we only watched what. So last night we watched Maximum Ride, um, Beyond Skyline, part of Not Another Teen Movie, and which wasn't if, bad. I'd seen if it. If you recently. haven't watched that in a long time, go back because it's yeah. like it's got some good jokes about teen movies. Yeah, that I think still happen today. Yeah. Yes. Did we have another segment? You know uh, how. The podcast that I listen to the most, which we should not just copy their format, they end with a segment called What We Reading, What We Gonna Read, which we should not call that, but it's basically a what have you read lately, slash they usually just do what movies have they watched or TV shows or video games have they played. Um, I guess we could do like what we're looking forward to. Oh, yes. That's a good that's a good ending segment. What we looking forward to, baby? Um, let's see. Um... Hmm. I'm looking forward to Christmas. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be like <laughs> m- movies uh, or TV shows. Uh, <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> um. Let's see. I can't. I'm blanking on what's. Well, Venom. Venom. I don't know. Like the the freaking commercial. Like it's bad. Bit. Everybody got problems. I'm from New York. You know how it is. Tom Hardy. I'm walking here. I'm walking here, you know. His accent in that is so weird. Everybody got problems. <laughs> um, what is coming out? Oh, well, so this is probably a long time away, but I'm really into like history stuff, like World War II and all that. But Steven Spielberg is producing a one about bombers or like a bomber squadron oh. um hashtag bomb squad hashtag That's what it's bomb squad but i'm looking forward to that did he produce this or direct this oh. admittedly if he directed it i have less faith in it now <laughs> um oh maybe it's not i don't see it anymore oh no Maybe they canceled it because nobody liked... No, that's not true. I was going to say nobody liked Ready Player One. Lots of people loved Ready Player One. I thought I was at the premiere of it in Austin. I liked it. I thought it. it was fine. It was fun. Dude, dude the projector, the, the audio cut out twice while we were watching it in, at the premiere of the movie. And they yeah. had to pause it for like 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. I can't imagine Spielberg was happy. Also, the screen was way too small to watch that movie on. And mm-hmm. he said that when he came out on stage he said oh i i feel like we should be watching this on a bigger screen he was absolutely right that was way too small of a screen to premiere that movie on that's weird that they would do that yeah you think they would especially because i watched it um with my girlfriend on like a tiniest screen and there's we were saying this would be pretty sweet on a really nice big screen but I don't think South by Southwest, which is where it premiered, didn't doesn't have any colossal screens because yeah. their theaters, from what I recall, are mostly not actual movie theaters. They use like theater theaters for musicals and stage shows, and they yeah. you put big projectors on that. Also, I'm looking up Steven Spielberg's like uh, IMDb right now, mm-hmm. and the dude is freaking crazy (laughs) like so let's see for upcoming projects where he's directing he's got one two three four 
three, four, five. He's got six. Do you want to hear him? Yes. Uh, the kidnapping of Edgardo Mortara. Don't know what that is. West Side Classic. Story. Oh yeah. Is that a, is that gonna be? A He's music? doing a musical movie, West Side Story. That'd be I'm actually cool. excited about be that. Pretty cool. Black Hawk. Not like, Black Hawk. Black Hawk. <laughs> Black Hawk. Ace pilot Black Black Hawk leads an international squadron of fighters to defeat the Nazis in World War II. Maybe that's the bomber one. Maybe. No, but uh, it was it was like kind of like Band of Brothers where it was like that. Anyway, uh, untitled Ulysses S. Grant project, untitled George Gershwin project. Don't know who that is. Sorry, history fans. Untitled Indiana Jones project. Yes. I think that Indiana Jones 5 is still supposed to be happening at some point. But that's where he, um, that's directing. Now, here's producing. There's 44 upcoming. Oh, God. Just name name ones that you recognize. Don't name all of them. Uh, Bernstein. Hopefully Bernstein Bears. I'm what? just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Robo, Robopocalypse. Robo, Robopocalypse? Robopocalypse. I, what? Let's see what this is. Why would he do that? That sounds a, sci- a sci-fi story set in the aftermath of robot uprising. So, freaking Terminator. Then again, oh yes, that's being directed by Michael Bay, actually. Oh, is it really? Yes. Oh, Michael For, Bay. Oh, I know. Michael Bay. That that sounds exactly like the kind of movie Michael Bay would make. Yeah. He's he's booted off Transformers, and now he's gonna do Robopocalypse. Uh, Tintin. That's not. That's never gonna happen. There's like two here. Yeah, it's never. They were supposed to do three of them. Him and Peter Jackson. It's never gonna happen. I loved the first Ten Ten, yeah. but it's been so many years that I don't think that's ever getting off the ground. There's one called Chalky. <laughs> it's about a boy who makes a friendship with an alien. That's <laughs> the alien Chalky. Freaking great. It's just an alien made of chalk. That would be the. There's one called Cal of the Wild. Hey, what the look at that you. About? Cal Tanner, host of the most popular survival show on television and complete fraud, finds himself trapped in an actual survival situation. Well, if that doesn't sound like my life story, I don't know what. <laughs> that is, that's your origin story. I don't know what does. Red Steel 2, plot is unknown. That's cool. So the thing that you're excited about, it does it still exist? I don't. Well, there's like the Black Hawk one, but Black Hawk, not Black Hawk. <laughs> um... No, I don't... It was called something. Maybe it's called something else. But anyway, there's Daughters of the Resistance. That sounds cool. A group of young Jewish women and girls organize a resistance against Nazis during World War II. That sounds pretty sweet. That sounds like a good Steven Spielberg project. He should just do war things. He does... Oh, he does... Like him and Tom Hanks when they team up. Bro time. Yeah. Star... Cast Tom Hanks as the lead lady. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No one will know. Uh, Gremlins 3. I bet that's not happening. Napoleon. I like really fact-based historical things. Like, have you watched... I guess, have you watched Master and Commander? No. Like, me and my friend Jordy, we watch that, like, while drinking because it's so accurate in some cases that we just love it we love sailing things for some reason when we've never sailed we just like i don't know it's very don't don't pay attention to this folks it's fine (laughs) good stuff there's cats 
the point is you're excited for a movie or TV show that may or may not be happening. Yes. And you're excited for Christmas. I'm very excited for Christmas. I'm excited for Venom. I, everybody my got guess, problems. <laughs> everybody got problems. My guess is that this movie is going to be a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes type movie oh. and that it's going to be okay but not great but that I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. I hope it's better than that. It might be a lot worse than that. I don't like that Sony has made all these efforts to try and launch a whole cinematic universe off this movie of all the C-list Spider-Man characters that they have. Oh, yeah. Um, Why so do they... So, they make movies about comic books and stuff, right? <laughs> Accurate. They do do that. It's a thing that happens a little bit nowadays. They always introduce, like, a like a villain mm -hmm. that's, like, not too villainy. Or, you know, I mean, like, not, like, the best of the villains in that world. And mm -hmm. they just kill him off immediately. Yes. When, it's like, why? I think, I mean... I mean, I get, I get like, introducing villains and stuff like that, but, like... Well, that's something they've tried to correct with Spider-Man Homecoming. They didn't kill Vulture at the end. I mean, that's true. They but don't... they kind of made him not a villain at the end, didn't they? He has integrity. He, he's not yeah. a bad guy, or he's still probably kind of a bad guy, but he has integrity. Yeah. I liked... I, I love that movie. I love Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Probably the best villain Marvel's done, in my opinion. Yep. Um, but that is a thing. A lot of the Marvel movies, they kill the bad guys. But the thing is, they um, Spider-Man has the best rogues gallery of any superhero in the Marvel roster. Yeah. Bat the, the only superhero that has a comparably good roster of villains is probably Batman, who's DC. Um, so I think with Spider-Man villains, they're probably never going to kill anyone off mm -hmm. unless, unless they make a big deal about it. They're also probably going to build to a Sinister Six thing. Yeah. You've got Jake Gyllenhaal coming in as Mysterio in Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, spoiler alert, there's another Spider-Man movie coming out, so he's not oh, dead. No way. <laughs> well, this is the thing. So, okay. Um, okay, but first. Okay, but first. It's called, I, this is a kind of a bad title i hope they change it it's a tv miniseries like band of brothers and everything like that it's called masters of the air okay bad title <laughs> anyway so it's this is the plot this is why it sounds really sick to me like it sounds awesome like five miles above the earth i thought it'd be higher than that <laughs> um <laughs> i want it higher five miles above the earth and deep behind enemy lines 11 men inside a bomber known as the flying fortress b52 um or is it anyway Fight for their lives against swarms of enemy German fighters. As American bombers are picked off one by one, their mission has become cl very clear survive. That sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, you know, it's like was the... It, sorry, did you say this is a movie or a TV show? Uh, mini, mini series. Mini series. That sounds good. Yeah. I, I might watch that with um, you. I probably wouldn't put it on myself, but I might watch it with you. Jordy hate or Jordy. Uh, Christian hates history, so... <laughs> history never happened. History. The world was created 30 years ago. By the dinosaurs or something. By America. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, here, okay. <sighs> Sorry if this is a tangent again. So, I watched, I don't, I know nothing about Infinity War or anything like that. Or like the, the when the guy snaps his fingers and the guy, what's his name again? Thanos. Yeah, um, Thin-ass. Um, <laughs> um, my theory is for the next movie is... All the people who got wiped out mm -hmm. 
are going to be on some like weird vast world or something battle world <laughs> imagine that imagine i predict <laughs> battle world um, they're all just fighting somewhere no but i i feel like they're gonna wake up and be like in this like weird kind of trippy other other dimension other dimension oh. where they're gonna team up together to get off that somehow i don't know right i don't know anything but i think that's what's because like they're gonna come they're gonna come up the next movie where one plot a is them like figuring out like what the hell where's everyone it's chaos Main like avengers who, who live quote unquote lived all the doctor veterinarians are gone <laughs> who's gonna fix things all the, all the vets are gone <laughs> are, are still here yeah and all the regular people doctors <laughs> yeah. got sent away um but like their plot a is like gonna be like what's going on with that and then plot b is them on the other world like what right. what what's going on and then spider-man's like oh <laughs> I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. And then, yeah. That's my... That could be possible. That's my theory. My theory is they're all trapped in the Soul Stone. (gasps) (gasps) It's the X-Men theme. Uh. It's the wrong theme. (laughs) But uh, who knows? I'm trying to not speculate so much because I'm going to be wrong. (laughs) You're so wrong, Christian. Someone out there has guessed right. And a lot of people out there have guessed wrong. It's gonna be. It's gonna be me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. Anyway, that was. Yes. I just that randomly popped in my head. And I, I do to, think this podcast should be called Tangents. Tangents, yeah. <laughs> wild tan, wild tangents in the wild. <laughs> tangents in the wild. Tangents in the wild. Ooh, that's a good one. Tangents gone. Tangent. Tangents gone wild. You did say you wanted it to be shorter though. It's true. The name of the puck. Tangents and I, I do like Tangents in the Wild. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Should we end it with that's our podcast name, Tangents in the Wild? Ba ba da da ba 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 ba. Um So no one told you life. Don't get sued, Christian. <laughs> Too late. The, the French franchise. Someone just flipped a, do- a letter under the door. <laughs> the French franchise can end us all. The French franchise. The Friends franchise. <laughs> Our goal is not to get sued. Yes. Yep. Um, Tangents in the wild. Is this it? Are we ending it now? I have nothing more to say to you. Get out of my apartment. Okay. I'm going to go live with my parents now. (laughs) Bye. Tangents in the wild. Tangents in the wild. See you next week.